Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Who's the next great quarterback in fantasy football? Dave Richard will tell you next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers here on the Tuesday, August 16th episode with Dave Richard. And we're here to talk about QB breakout candidates. Dave will give us three of his favorites. I don't want to say his three favorites because we're not going to go with the free spaces on the uh, fantasy football breakout bingo board today because, <laughs> look, if you're playing fantasy football, if you've been doing research, if you've been listening to our podcast, you know Jalen Hurts, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, those are kind of the the three free spots when you're talking about quarterback breakouts. Expectations are so high for all those guys. I've got Hurts and Lance inside my top 12 already. Dave, I'm not sure if you have the same. I'm, I'm sure Hurts is there. I'm not sure if Lance is. Hurts is seventh for me. I've got Lance as we sit here right now, 13th. The thing that those guys bring to the table is that rushing potential. And so I guess the, the first question before we get to the breakouts is, when you're looking for breakout candidates, is it as simple as rushing ability is what you're looking for? Is that or is that oversimplifying it? No, rushing is is a good quality to have if you're a quarterback in fantasy football because you get all those extra points. But I, I don't think this is as simple as saying there's a quarterback who can run. He must be a breakout candidate. Mm -hmm. It's there, there's more that goes into it. And I think Jalen Hurts is an example of it. And the evolution of how I view him, I know we're not going to talk about him, but I used to be concerned that he might not be the starter for Philadelphia all season. Mm -hmm. I'm not worried about that anymore. I used to be worried about him being an accurate passer. I'm starting to not be worried about that anymore, but I'm still a little bit worried about just how productive he can be. Can he be the next Lamar Jackson? It's, it's what holds me up a little bit. Can he be better than Kyler Murray? I've got Murray ahead of him. So I, I know that there's people that want to take him as a top three fantasy quarterback. Others as a top five. I'm not there yet, but he can still have his, uh, this sounds silly for Jalen Hurts, the best year of his career up to this point, but he might have the best year of his career period this year or next year, given this opportunity and given the chance to play in such a good offense that it appears to be happening in Philadelphia. All right. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and talk about some of those breakout candidates. Let's, let's hear your first option. The first one is another second year quarterback. It's Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. Thought he looked good in the first preseason game. Thought he looked good by the time we got to the end of the year and he was away from the evil clutches of Urban Meyer and into an offensive system that at least resembled what typically happens in the National Football League. And he's definitely in one now. Working with Doug Peterson, that's a coach that does like to throw the football. We've seen that from him uh, throughout his time in Philadelphia. Lawrence is a talented passer and he's also willing to run a little bit. So he'll give you some of those rushing numbers that you might be craving. But I also think he'll throw, and I think he'll throw a lot. And the other thing about it is that I'm not sure how effective Jacksonville is going to be running the football. I love taking the chance on James Robinson with a mid to late round pick. And Travis Etienne, he's he's an awesome running back, but he's going to catch the ball a lot. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be his biggest factor. So this is a team that could end up, especially when you take into account its secondary, this is a team that could end up throwing 575 plus times in 2022. Lawrence should take a step forward as a quarterback and – potentially finishes a top 12 QB. 
there's no problem taking him in round 14 instead of trying to reach for Trey Lance in round nine or Justin Fields in round 10 or 11. All right, let's hear a couple other breakout cans before we go. I've got a theory that Miami is going to be a pass-heavy team, and I know that sounds a little silly because their new head coach came from San Francisco and the 49ers are great at running the football, and this coach specifically coached the running backs in San Francisco. But, Chris, I look at the running backs that Miami has. It's Chase Edmonds, who, like ETN, excellent pass catcher out of the backfield. They've got Raheem Mostert has a hard time staying healthy. Sony Michelle has a hard time being good at a consistent level. I think you're going to see Tua Tungavailoa spread the ball uh, through the air quite a bit. I think Edmonds will get some. I think Gasicki and, and Sed Wilson will get some. But I think most of it's going to go, duh, to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. And those guys can make plays after the catch. So Tua won't have to throw 15, 20, 25 yards down the field. He should be able to find these guys in space and schematically count on them catching the ball and then making up some yards after the catch. That helps Tua's total. Would not surprise me. If Tua Tungavailoa finished the season with over 4,000 yards passing and close to 30 touchdowns, which doesn't necessarily make him a top 10 or top 12 fantasy quarterback, but I think that's where he can get, and I think he's got upside to do even more than that if the two receivers prove to just work together flawlessly, stay healthy all year, and uh, and the Dolphins really don't run the ball as much as, uh, as, as I think they're not going to. All right, let's get one more quick breakout before we go. What about a breakout and for those super flex two QB leagues? And I don't know if this is necessarily a breakout because we've seen Marcus Mariota play well before, but I was kind of reminded of how kind of good he can be mm-hmm. at the preseason game against Detroit. And I talked to him after the game. I was there for the game. I thought he executed the first drive very well, took off on three of their 12 plays. So he's clearly willing to run the football. If he's doing it in a preseason game, he's going to do it in the regular season. And I think that he's got a chance to help fantasy managers in Superflex 2QB leagues get some cheap points. He'll run for 40 or 50 yards, maybe not necessarily every week, but let's say two out of every three weeks. He'll have a couple of multi-touchdown games. I'm a little worried about how – I don't think he's going to be as effective as Lawrence or maybe even Tonga Vailoa as a passer. And I do worry about him getting benched at some point during the year. Atlanta's eventually going to have to see what they have with Desmond Ritter. But I, I think that Mariota can be a contributor for at least the first half of your season, and you can draft him pretty late. And he's got some upside because of his rushing and because Atlanta's defense is terrible. And I think you're going to see the Falcons have to throw the football out this year. This is another team that's got a run game that I'm just not convinced will be uh, very effective in 2022. I agree with that one. I've been uh, higher on Mariota than the consensus all along. I had him at, at QB 22 even before we saw him you know, rush for a touchdown in that preseason game. So I'm pretty excited about him as a, you know, maybe more of a two QB league kind of guy, but I think he can be very useful there. So I agree with that one. That's going to do it for our breakout candidates on fantasy football today in five. We'll be back tomorrow with more about quarterback. See you then. Survivor 46 is here and so is on fire. The only official survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.